0: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining again on the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here for today's episode. I have my friend, one of my newer business besties here, Sheldon. And Sheldon is going to talk to us all about visibility and how being visible will in turn make us more productive and then more present with our families. So as an immigrant from Sierra Leone, West Africa, a mother of two, an adjunct professor at both Temple and Drexel universities, a personal branding expert, and the founder of This Is It digital TV network, Sheldon barlett Rumor is dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs get visible, speak in public with confidence and scream their dream as she calls it and we'll explain more soon with the world. After working with her personally on her daily digital talk show, This Is It TV, I knew I had to have her on the podcast to share her mompreneur journey and how being visible could be the next right high-impact strategy for you to try to be more productive in your business and therefore more present with your family. Sheldon, thank you so much for being here. First things first, tell us all about you, your story, and timeline for launching your business and becoming a mompreneur because we want all the details.
1: Oh my goodness, Megan, thank you so much. I got to take you on tour with me. I love that. <laughs> intro. That was lovely. That was lovely. This I'll is be so your cool. hype woman. I know. It was so good. Thank you so much for having me. I feel spoiled to be okay. here. It's so, so fun. I can't wait to share um, any insights that I can. I mean, the journey to entrepreneurship is always longer than we had intended. Mm-hmm. Um, I've <laughs> always really had that entrepreneurial spirit. And when I was in college in Philadelphia, I was a Division one athlete, I played field hockey and ran track. Though being in sports was so important to me, I also wanted to be on TV. So my goal was to be on MTV. So I'm aging myself for those of you who <laughs> Not remember MTV as a music channel, right, that played videos and and concerts and such. I was dreaming of being on Spring Break, introducing Eminem. Like that was like the idea of what I wanted to do with my life, right? And then I took one marketing course. Mm-hmm. And I, that was it for me. I, did, I was able to say, oh, what is the economics behind media and what does that look like? And, and not having so many television jobs readily available at the time, I dove into media and advertising. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I knew that I loved to tell stories and, and I was always really fascinated with the commercials. So short form before short form was the thing. I would always watch the Super Bowl and then sit through the commercials when everybody went up to go to the bathroom, I would mm-hmm. be like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to find out what they're trying to promote and what they're trying to do in a short period of time. And so my career took me in heavily within hospitality, media, and marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in here on the East Coast. There was a large casino called Borgata Hotel Casino and Spa. And Mm -hmm. so I was part of the inaugural team within the publicity department at that huge billion dollar property. And that really fast forwarded me into understanding the importance of marketing fundamentals. Mm -hmm. And I A lot of hurdles, always wanted to be a CEO, always wanted to be in media, but really got derailed by my love of marketing and my Mm -hmm. love of this kind of short form storytelling. And so what I did after about two years with Borgata Hotel, Casino and Spa, went back to Philadelphia and started my own agency. And to my wonder, the majority of the people that I was working with were female entrepreneurs. What I found was I was working with these amazing small business owners that had no voice, Mm -hmm. I I called it their whisper, right? Mm -hmm. So they would come to me and they would say, I like my cookies, but I don't know if you like my cookies. And if you're not sure if you like your cookies, do you like my cookies? Mm -hmm. Like all of this kind of scenario. Mm -hmm. And they would go with their last, whatever investment and say, Cheldon, make me into the next Mrs. Fields, but they couldn't part their lips to tell me why somebody should buy their chocolate chip cookie versus someone else's. And I just found it tragic. So I remembered that I wanted to be on TV and I wanted Mm -hmm. to be on MTV. And I always was documenting before documenting was a thing. Yeah. And so I had, um, I had a camera that was always in my desk and I was always videotaping and taking photos. And I decided to turn the camera around to myself and my clients mm-hmm. and we did dummy interviews. So we did fake interviews in the studio before I got them on the Today Show or Fox Good Day <laughs> or whatever it was. And I saw it. I saw them relax. I saw mm-hmm. me light up and this is it. Came from that. It came from really practicing and helping my clients tell their story. And they began to share the the fake interviews as actual media. And I began to dive into more opportunities to tell more stories. And this is it started then.
0: That is amazing. It's, you know what I love about your story? I love to hear. And see when all the dots finally connect and it all comes together. So, like, you know, you knew you wanted that MTV personality, like being on TV like that. Life trickled in some breadcrumbs. So, you got like that marketing class and. And then you went into the more advertising side. And then you also got probably some good background help by going to that corporate route and like learning on somebody else's dime for a little bit.
1: hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. at the
0: time it doesn't
1: feel like that. At the right. time it feels as if you're not where you're supposed to be and things aren't moving fast enough, mm-hmm. but all of that was life lessons. All of that prepared me for what it is that I do now. All yeah. of that is, has really given me this well-rounded um, expertise.
0: Yeah. It, it like gives you that solid foundation and just hearing your story too, like from going from that media and advertising, and then you came back to Philly. And I then know. when you had your agency, that yeah. was like publicity, like agent type. Yeah. Of so one. it was,
1: it was full service. So it was
0: PR marketing, graphic design,
1: web design. So it was all the things a small business owner would need in order to go to market. And got so we it. typically got people who were either launching their brands or rebranding. They needed to launch their Facebook page and be able to create their Instagram and then have everything matched on all of their other stationary spaces. We handled all of it. So we were like big ideas, small budgets as
0: well. We yeah. Did. From there, once you got all that like backend set up for them, then you would help get them booked on bigger exactly. platforms to exactly. what you now say, scream your dream. But then there was a bit of a disconnect, right? A
1: huge disconnect. Okay. So again, they were whispering. And so yeah. what I really coined was, you know, I want you to no longer whisper your wishes. I want mm. for you all to scream your dream. And that was when my whole life changed, truthfully, because we were... Really doing these interviews kind of haphazardly and when people needed them. And so my daughter's 10 and my son is four. And so after my son was born, I really decided, you know, this is going to be what I do every day, all day. I'm going to share my energy and my joy every single day and do that to the best of my ability. And that's when we started going five days a week. So I interview one to five women um, five days a week from all over all over the world at this point. So it's been an amazing journey from again having that entrepreneurial spirit, working in big in big entertainment and hospitality, owning my own, and really really toughing it out to. Yeah
0: transforming
1: that into truly a global digital platform so yeah. yeah
0: so now do you still do the publicity and still do all that full oh. service for people or you focus yeah. just on this is it tv
1: so i focus on this is it TV and what i found is i, I don't do yeah. one to five women per day mm-hmm. and they'd be in the chair and and hopefully you guys can feel the energy that i provide and yeah. i would share that and I, and i would say oh my goodness please scream your dream and they would be like how right so <laughs> it went from really being a hashtag to being okay Hey, how do I teach those that are guests and those that are listening? Mm-hmm. How do I teach them how to do that? And so I started really formulating the scream your dream practice, which mm-hmm. incorporates action steps on how people can utilize their voice effectively. So in addition to this is it network, I coach and I teach, and we have a membership of individuals who mm-hmm. tap into my marketing expertise to learn how to use their voice. Mm-hmm. Our platform is a key way in order for you to share your story. But after you've left being a guest on This Is It Network, now what? Like, what do you do to be able to carry that conversation on? And so in addition to This Is It Network, I teach people how to scream their dream.
0: That's awesome. So isn't it so funny how you started from wanting to be the MTV person to teaching other people how to be the dream that you wanted swear, to be? I swear, I swear. It's and amazing.
1: It's, it's so amazing. And all things happen for the right reasons in the right time. And, and uh, again, those lessons that you mentioned before is, is truly what got me here. So
0: yeah. yeah, it reminds me of this quote. I'm not going to quote it correctly, but I <laughs> recently posted it on my Telegram channel. The concept is that like you are out there looking for your mission your story and it's looking for you like it already exists and so that's uh, I'll share it with you and then anybody who's listening I'll link um, to my telegram channel so you could see because I shared the like a quote thingy of it that to me is like exactly what you have here you visualized what you wanted and then you ended up getting to that point and now here you are helping people with their visibility and now you get to help us learn about visibility too so much fun Yes, let's talk about your strategy and expertise, and how this can help us fellow mompreneurs be more present and productive. So, talk to us about like what visibility can do for us in our business.
1: Yeah. No. So, Temple University in Philadelphia, I teach personal branding, and then I teach social media strategy at Drexel. And personal branding, by my definition, is what people say and think about you in your absence. Mm -hmm. That is my definition of personal branding. What people say and think about you when you are not in the room, right? We get so fixated on how we're going to advertise our businesses, but we have a network of people who can actually know what it is that we want, who it is that we are and why it is that we deserve it, we must arm them with that information. So I call it your unique equation. Understanding your unique equation is the foundation of a strong personal brand and your personal brand identities. Your unique equation is made up of who you are, identifying who you are in its most simplistic form. I am a mother, I'm an immigrant, I'm a former athlete, I'm a marketer, things in which cannot be argued or disputed, Mm -hmm. right? Things that belong to you. No one's going to tell me that I'm not a mother. I'm a mother. That (laughs) foundation is clear. And that brought us together, right? Right. And so that creates conversations. That creates commonality. Mm -hmm. And so many times in the past, I mean, we're lucky that this is a a new and exciting time that we can not separate
0: Mm -hmm. who we
1: are and what we do. Mm -hmm. Like who we are benefits what we do. Right. And so, so many people are like, I don't want to talk about being a mom, or I don't want to talk about the fact that I'm from another country, or I don't want to talk about the fact that we grew up poor. I don't want to talk about. No, guys, it's time for you to own that space, not to make you uncomfortable so you can relate to the individuals in which you are serving. So understanding who you are. That also means knowing your strengths and also recognizing your weaknesses. So I know that I can talk to a tin can. I know Mm -hmm. that. I know (laughs) that I can make friends in the produce section, right? Like, I Mm -hmm. know that that's my strength. I also know that my mind doesn't love, I'm not saying that I'm not good at it, but doesn't love mathematics and spreadsheets and P&Ls and all of that stuff. And I've spent so much time not focusing on my strengths and trying to get better at things that I'm really, really bad at, as opposed to trying to find resources to be able to help me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so rather you find something that you're really good at and get great. Mm -hmm. Like, so if you're going to use that energy, you might as well find something that you're great at and become excellent versus something that you're not doing to become mediocre. Right. Mm -hmm. Think about it as it relates to a professional football player. Could you play baseball? Yes, Yes. you could play baseball. But do you want to spend your time playing baseball when you can be really, really great at being a quarterback? Mm -hmm. And so I think that we forget that as entrepreneurs, right? We try to be all things because we don't maybe have as much of a large staff. But it's really important to outsource and find trusted folks to be able to pick up where we are not strong. But that's us really honest in recognizing who we are. Mm -hmm. One of the next spaces is understanding what you want. So many people are like, I don't really know. I want to make a lot of money. Like, Mm -hmm. that is the vaguer you are, the vaguer the results. So just get really, really intentional about what it is that you want. Dare to have a long term goal. I call it your tattoo goal, something Mm -hmm. that's permanent. And then dare to have a short term goal, what I call your sticker goal, something that's not so permanent, but has to adhere for a significant period of time. So have a short term goal and a long term goal. Trust me. You need a long-term goal because sometimes we're one of each, right? We're like, Mm -hmm. I'm a big dreamer and I can't do anything day to day. Mm -hmm. Or I do everything day to day and I can't look at the big picture. Mm -hmm. So give yourself an opportunity over a cup of coffee, tea, glass of water or wine
0: and daydream
1: (laughs) about what you want long-term and short-term.
0: If everybody could see my notes right now, (laughs) I have so many notes scattered all over my page because you have so many good things. But I've never heard anything about the tattoo and the sticker Uh, goal. And I think that's so helpful because in the training that I shared um, with my mompreneur with ease method, which is my personal life framework to living a present and productive life, the three things that I always need. And when they're missing, I know where to go in order to rebalance myself because you know how this lifestyle is. It's not easy hundred percent. Yeah. I shared in there that yeah. people should have and write down for the clarity portion. What are your goals for like the next six months? Yeah. Because realistically that's what you're going to attain now. But I also did talk about like your legacy and your why. And those to me, I think are, are like the tattoo and yeah, then the sticker sure. are like, what are we working towards now? Exactly. And then we recalibrate. And then we recalibrate. And then we optimize and we keep learning and doing new things. So I love how our stuff is like, we've talked in our our appearance together, how we are kindred spirits. I mean, we are kindred spirits. Guys, you have to
1: listen up. I mean, because it it is a thing where, first of all, the journeys are long. The distractions are a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially... Us mamas out there, right? There's so many things coming at us. I mean, please, we all survived, God willing. 2020, no. and so the, all we can do is plan and gear towards that plan. Like I used to be a really big list taker, like writing. Like I'm a constant writer, and I, my lists were just so grotesque. Like they were like, I'm gonna get blah blah blah. blah and we're gonna look for beach houses, blah, blah, like all these crazy things. <laughs> and what happened was, I felt really bad when I went to bed. I was like, Oh my gosh, I only got five things done, mm-hmm. and. Today was such a waste. And it was all of that mental self-talk that was just doing me no good. And so now I have my tattoo goals. I have my sticker goals. And within my sticker goals, I have my today list. So what am I going to do today? And that I can Mm -hmm. only have five things on that list. I typically get about 10 things done, Mm -hmm. but at least I know I can go to bed being like, I got today done well. Mm -hmm. And I shared my story. And so it's just been really, and again, but these are practices. What Megan and I are talking about are are Mm -hmm. things that we work on every day. It's Mm -hmm. not like just, okay, I figured it out. I'm good. Like it's a constant practice
0: right yeah i love talking about that it's like we're always learning to be better versions of ourselves and we're here sharing what's working now and when we learn more things we're going to share those with you too but like we're all on this journey together to do life the best we can every day and so I'm, i'm glad that we're on the same page right and
1: lastly it's why you deserve it which tends to be the hardest part right people don't really like to brag so The two things that I ask us to do is one, your highlight reel. So Mm -hmm. things in which you have done, right? Things in your life in which you have accomplished. When I was a division one athlete, I'm aging myself, but you had to put a highlight tape together, right? And it was like, when you scored and when you assisted and really cool breakaways, there was a lot of goals that I missed. And there was one time that I hit my head on the pole, right? And so (laughs) that was not in the highlight reel, right? And so- (laughs) We forget as entrepreneurs, we overshare. You know what I mean? We overshare and we tell things that didn't necessarily work out. So focus on your highlight reel, things in which you have done. Then also focus on your greatest hits, things in which you have won, right? So your highlight reel is things in which you have done. And your greatest hits are things in which you have won. Right. So I love live music, John Bon Jovi in particular, Uh and I go to his concerts whenever he will allow me. Right. And Uh so, right. right, You listen to the songs on the way to the concert. You listen to the songs in the parking lot getting ready for the concert and you (laughs) need for them to play those favorite songs (laughs) when you are actually in the concert. What happens when they start playing? Well, we've been working on this in our basement. You're like, no, I don't know this song. I didn't pay to mm-hmm. park for that. Right. <laughs> so give people the best of you, is my point in mm-hmm. the deserve it. And then narrow it down to three highlights and three hits.
0: Okay. And then you're
1: always armed with your the best of you in your pocket. So you don't have to carry around your resume. You don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, what should I be talking about? How do I justify what it is that I want? You have. Your hits and your highlights in order to share. So understanding who you are, what you want, and why you deserve it. I hope that helps.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay, let's yeah. so we have the highlight reel and those are the yeah. things you've done. Yes. And tell us like yeah. what, what would be some examples of mediums or ways that we could have our highlight reel? Like, should this yes. be maybe like a video, like a short 100%. video or Talk us through what that would look like. Yeah, because
1: that's the next part. The Mm -hmm. hardest part is getting through the unique equation, recognizing, giving yourself permission to sit down and understand who you are, what you want, why you deserve it. Mm -hmm. The next part, and truly the most important part is where does that live, right? Mm -hmm. So it's one thing for you to know all of those things and feel really, really comfortable, but where is that going to live? Again, your personal brand is what people say and think about you in your absence, If you do not leave breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. to your excellence, then no one will find the way. And so what we want to do is to make sure that all of those stories live. So not every story, just your three highlights and your three hits, right? And who it is you are, what it is you want, and why it is that you deserve it. If you have those elements that live on a website, in your social media space, If you are able to make sure that people can tell your story without you explaining it, Mm -hmm. that is the key to success. Because what's going to happen is I'm going to say, oh my gosh, I have this amazing friend, Megan, you have to meet her. Mm -hmm. What's the first thing people are going to do? They're going to Google you. And am I going to be a liar or am I going to be justified in what I'm saying? Because you want to make sure that the other person finds exactly what it is that they said to be true. Don't make your ambition and your goals, a scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. It is easy for people to find you as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. And so make sure that those particular things are laid in the digital sphere. And Mm -hmm. that is one step in the right direction.
0: So, our highlight reel is basically thinking what are those three key points, those things that when people are referring or talking about you, like bringing that all together. So, your highlight reel is going to be what are those things that they can say? And then the consistency over the places that you show up. So, it's are those same things represented on your website and in your social so that it's just the reiterating, reiterating, reiterating. Am I right? a hundred percent. So when you think about it, if we've got three and three, really at the end of the day, when you're t- out there talking, there's always like six pieces that you always pull from or six things that you always talk about and you say 100%. them again and again. Always. And correct me if I'm wrong, you, there's that marketing statistic. Like somebody has to see something 14 times or whatever.
1: 100%. 100%. Yes. Think about the people we love. Think about Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. um, right? Gary yes. Vee, Marie Forleo. All of them, they say Mm -hmm. the same six things over and over and over again. And we drink it up every single time because we need it, because we remember it, because we rely on them. Mm -hmm. And they have created their brand around their fundamentals, around their unique equation.
0: Yes. Okay. So people who want to get that unique equation in place, they want to be out there, be more visible, but they're having troubles doing that. Are these all the things and more that happen in the membership? Can you share that? piece a little for bit sure, more down. for sure and
1: so we created a scream your dream membership for individuals viewers and guests who said you know what I want to learn a little bit more about screaming my dream i think good. I'm obviously here on the show. I'm obviously tuning in. So I'm getting a little bit of inspiration, but I'd love to learn more. And even more importantly, I want to be part of a community that can help. Right. And so community for me is the new advertising. I literally am part of so many amazing female run organizations. So I encourage people who are out there, not just one Being part of multiple organizations that really help your business, I kind of look at it the same as having uh, magazine subscriptions, right? Mm. Like if you love sports, you have Sports Illustrated and ESPN, right? You don't just have one. You love fashion. You have InStyle and you have Cosmo and you have W and you have Vogue, right? You you have them all. You're not like, oh, I only read Vogue. No, if you want to be able to know everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. So I have invested my dollars in being part of multiple organizations to help me directly connecting with individuals. Mm -hmm. So we meet twice a month and it's a different lesson. So an upcoming one is networking 101 and we bring Mm -hmm. in a guest speaker or I'll teach about social media strategy or personal branding or Mm -hmm. clubhouse, whatever the Mm -hmm. new trend is, we meet twice a month and we connect with each other and people can ask whatever it is that they want after I provide a small lesson. Mm And then if individuals need a little bit more, and we've had plenty of members who are like, okay, Chell, this was great, but I'm launching a new product or Mm -hmm. I'm about to rebrand my cupcake store. And, Mm -hmm. you know, do you have time to help me um, in mapping that out? And so one-on-ones are available of various kinds, whether it's Mm -hmm. four sessions, one session or a couple in between. Um, So you can work with me directly, or you can simply be part of the membership, or you could just watch us every single day. So there's always a way to work with me. And this is It Network.
0: That is amazing. You have a, like the coolest, uh, examples. Um, I don't know right, what the right word is, but analogy. Like, I'm an analogy analogy. Queen. Thank you. I am mom queen. brain. Yeah. Mom brain no, please. That word. It's the but, only way that my mind works.
1: I live in all sorts of colors. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that connects with that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah.
0: yeah I'm that way too. But yeah. hearing your, um, memberships are like magazine subscriptions. I feel yeah. like memberships are growing a lot now, but I've never thought about it in that way of like, like a, like a magazine, like, yeah. you know, it's your go-to resource for whatever it is that you're, you want more information. In that on that moment. Yes. And I
1: think we cheat ourselves when we're, Oh, I'm only going to be a member of this particular one. Right. right. But you're going to spend $500 on Facebook ads, right? right. If you spent $500 a month on organizations, you get emails, you get real people. Right not just likes or or people who are ambiguous in your space, you get to actually participate and connect with Tiffany or Megan or Jen or whoever else that are literally now part of your network and community. And so I my life turned on its head because I had to be. I mean let's be honest. I was one of those individuals that was part of a lot of memberships and didn't participate. Like it was like Ooh, it hit the card one more time. I'm like, maybe I should go to a meeting. I don't know. Uh, And then when I was evaluating like what I was doing as far as advertising and marketing, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, huh, if I replace this and add some more memberships, I can form real relationships. And it's just been really great.
0: So, strategies and things like that is stuff that you talk about in the membership too, oh. helping people work okay. through what strategy makes sense for them based on whatever you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed, obviously, in the social media space. There's mm-hmm. so many. Now there's TikTok, now there's Clubhouse. And every mm-hmm. day, whether it's the algorithms change or the features change, and for individuals, You know, entrepreneurs, the majority of them, if you own the coffee shop, you're most likely the barista, right? Mm -hmm. If you own the bakery, most likely you're baking. Mm -hmm. So the last thing you want to worry about is like, oh, my gosh, did I post for the 17th time today, Mm -hmm. right? And so we have to figure out ways to incorporate it into our entrepreneurial journey, not have it take over our entrepreneurial journey. So I teach people how to do that.
0: I love that. Yeah. I'm another thing I talk about in my method is all about, you have to just figure out what's best for you. And so I think communities like that, where you can go in and learn from the person, but then get that support of asking you, okay, here's my situation. Like what are questions I can ask myself to figure out if this is right. I think a lot of what happens right now is you get served ads or you see things. And it's like my way or the highway, you see the transformation because that's part of marketing and what you need to do. This is where the person is. This is where you could take them, but it's more of an absolute instead of what works for you and what are your options. And so I think a membership like this is so helpful because you're not forced into this route. You learn your options and you learn how to make decisions for you. And so oh, let's oh, move into the rapid fire question okay. and then we'll remind people of where they can find you at the end. Awesome, awesome. You ready to get started? I am ready. I'm ready to do it. Okay. So what is your favorite strategy that helps you be a more present and productive mompreneur?
1: Oh my goodness. It is giving hundred percent of myself in the moment at that moment. And so we all have so many things that we do over the course of the 24 hour day, including sleeping. I've tried to get 26 hours. Um, it's not a real it's not a thing. Um, it's so what, one of the things that I used to do is I used to try to multitask, right? I used to try to do work and play and do and all of the things. And now it's really about segmenting my time. The time that I'm spending with you here, Megan, right now is I'm here 100%. When I'm going to dance practice, when I'm at four-year-old soccer, which is a zoo. I'm at (laughs) four-year-old soccer, right? And I'm not looking at my phone and I'm not checking my email. I'm in that present space, which affords me to fill my 100% cup of business when I'm in that space. So it's been really, really helpful. I've done um, something, at least that's worked for me, is I've set a specific meeting with myself for myself. Mm -hmm. And so it's unbudged on the calendar. It belongs to me. It could be anything from watching Netflix to, you know, going to get my nails done to just sleeping an extra hour if I want. But it's a meeting that I have that I can catch up on things that I need or just unplug. So do yourself a favor and set a meeting with yourself.
0: I love that. That's I talk about um, with my self-care side of what I talk about. I say schedule me time. My husband and I schedule. We each have our own me time night once a week, and then lazy morning. So I have a lazy Saturday, and he has a lazy Sunday. And it's literally on the calendar because you know if we don't put it on the calendar, it it's doesn't happen. exist. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I so love that idea. And same, same with you. That meeting. That's and putting it as a meeting, I think, is helpful too because we're all overachievers. Let's be honest. Yes. We're all go getters. We're all mompreneurs. Yeah. Like this is what we do. And so sometimes we need to trick our brains. And we 100%. have to say meeting because we're like, oh, okay. It's productive. It's good. And then even if it just means we're watching, you know, the next episode of Gilmore yeah. Girls or Downton Abbey, which are my yeah. two favorite.
1: Downton Abbey. Got to no. watch the new movie. Right?
0: I haven't watched oh. it yet. No, I haven't. I'm, I just started season two. I think I'm oh on. Oh so my I'm, gosh. I'm getting into it. I'm getting really I have to talk when you're done. We will have to talk. It's so good. It's oh, so good. I know. I'm I'm enjoying it so much. I know. My, that's I'm hopefully I'm going to have some me time tonight. I'm going to have my glass of wine. I'm going to watch it yes. because yeah, it's scheduled. So I and love it's also it.
1: It's a little it's a little treat like when it pops up it, I'm like, "Oh, oh, I got some me time." Like oh Right. Because we put out all of us out there. I know you're putting out those calendars, you're letting people pop into your calendar and your schedule. Yeah. And so when you have that block of time, it's like a little treat and yes. you're like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to look up? What am I going to, you know, it's awesome.
0: It's yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. Do you do that during the day as well? Or do you have do. it like out of work hours? No, I do it during the day.
1: That's I do it during amazing. the day. Cause I, here's the other thing. Like typically, I mean, we're all home. I'm safe at home and, I, mm-hmm. and I'm so, so happy about that, but I used to commute Mm-hmm. And I used to, what I, and I just filled that time with meetings as yes. opposed to, because though at that time I wouldn't have been in meetings. I wouldn't have been overworked. I would have been driving. I would have been parking. I would have been going out for lunch or, yeah. and the 15 minutes that it would take to get to the lunch meeting or whatever it is. And due to this, you know, digital space, you don't afford yourself the time mm-hmm. that it would take you to actually commute to wherever it is yeah. that you're going. Mm-hmm. So now I just put it in there and it's a nice little treat for me daily.
0: That That is a great point. Yeah. Because I will, like, once I get hunkered down at my desk, I don't move. Like last night I was working and I don't normally work at night, but we're, yeah. we're out of a nanny. And so my husband brought in food and I realized all I had was like a little bowl of chips and salsa. And I went to bed and I never even ate the food because I, you know, you just get so hunkered yeah. down. So yeah. I think that's a really... Helpful, present, and productive thing. Even if you have to do small, little segments or one oh, bigger yeah. segment, like to have it pop up on your calendar will be so helpful. It's, for it's so fun. I feel like it's like a part. I'm like, oh it's my time. Yeah, I'm like, I, get it's so, I get so
1: excited. It's so, so. I don't think I've ever said that out loud, but I do get so excited. I'm like, what's my time? My
0: I, time. I could, well, we're both doing little dances. I could totally see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go, yeah. let's go down that self-care route. Yeah. Tell me what your go-to self-care routine is.
1: Oh my gosh. I love it. So I'm I maintain my hands, which was okay. crazy. My hands and my hair were a problem during quarantine. I did not right. look well, ladies. I think when I am present for myself, I, I can present for myself. Right. Yes. And so that's really important. I also, as a fun thing, I love discount shopping. This might not necessarily mm. be self-care for the economic space in my life, but I do love a good hunt and okay. I tend to shop alone. I like the peace and the time and kind of looking and browsing. And I, I find that I don't really have very much time to do it. So when I do do it, it's just, I'm at peace
0: two more rapid fire questions for you. What is the number one essential support you have that you cannot live without?
1: Oh, and so now is this a business support, a personal support, whatever it is, whichever one, or give me one of each. Oh, fabulous. So my calendar is my life. Yep. And so if it's not on the calendar, you poor things, it doesn't exist. (laughs) It does help me forecast my day, my week and make me feel 10 times better. And then my older sister is literally my guiding light. She just Aww. can tell me what to do at any particular time, and she just has always been in my corner. And so my whole family is is wonderful, but she has been um, a true, true inspiration. For me.
0: She's your go-to. I love oh, oh that. Yeah. Support is so important. And I'm right there with you with the calendar. All right. Last but not least, tell me your most stereotypical mompreneur moment. Think like kids running through a zoom call with underwear on their head. Sure. What's your funny story that you have sure. that we can all relate to?
1: I'm the queen of forgetting swim day or <laughs> no. bringing a snack, and I'm I'm known for like the panting, drop off the kid, and then go running to the store and getting something plastic, putting it in a homemade separate dish <laughs> and claiming it as my own. And here we go. Here are your cookies. Oh my gosh. I left them in the stove. No, I didn't. No, I got them from the store and there might be a price tag on them. That I'm I'm known. I'm known, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better.
0: That is hysterical. I love that. And it's just been that's the beauty of fun. mompreneurship is that you have that flexibility that you can go do that. You can be there for them. Even yes. if we're forgetting things, we're being the best version we could be. We're working with our strengths and weaknesses, like you said, and sure. you just make it work as much as you can. Sheldon, having you here has been amazing. I cannot wait to share that with everybody. If you are craving another membership, learning about personal branding, marketing, getting yourself out there and being visible, make sure you head to thisisittv.com slash membership. So you can check out the membership. You can get that help that you need. Your next magazine subscription, as (laughs) Sheldon mentioned, Um, all of those links will be in the show notes. So you can get access to everything that we talked about. Sheldon, thank you so much for being here. I so So appreciate it. So much fun. You are amazing. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want more? Head to themomprenuerguy.com to grab my personal framework for living a present and productive life and to hear my real-time ahas on Telegram. See you next time.